What's up, everybody? I'm Bob Walters. Welcome to the Locked Up Sports Weekend Wrap-Up. And it was a wild, wild weekend. A big playoff weekend for the NBA. The Knicks lose. The Rangers force a Game 7. A washout at City Field for the Mets and the Braves. And the Yankees continue to struggle as they are in last place. Getting killed yesterday, 15-2, by the Texas Rangers. And there was some wild Game 7s yesterday in the NHL. And surprises and upsets like you've never seen before, almost. With the... Boston Bruins, who lost 12 regulation games, losing to the Florida Panthers in Game 7 overtime. And listen, if you're, if you're a Bruins fan, it doesn't get any worse than that. It does not get worse than that. I mean, you, had, you set the all-time record. You won the President's Trophy. You, had, you were 43 points better than the Florida Panthers, and they lose in overtime. They got to be sick to their stomach today for all Bruins fans and anybody out there that, that watches Hockey was probably rooting for Florida. I know I was because, you know, underdogs. But uh, let's start with the Knicks. The Knicks and the Heat. Knicks game one. They missed a big opportunity. The Knicks had a lead for the whole first half into the into the third quarter. And when they came out of halftime, they, they just did not play well. The Knicks did not play well at all coming out of the half. Uh, they didn't take advantage of Jimmy Butler. When he got hurt with five minutes left, they were still in the game. It was about a eight, eight or ten point game when he went down with five minutes left, and the Knicks just—you know—you'd think you'd go after him. The guy's hobbling around out there on a bad ankle. He was visibly injured, and the Knicks just did for unexplicable, unexplicable, unexplicably did not <laughs> did not go after Jimmy Butler. You'd be—you know—give it to every, whoever he's guarding. Give it to him every play. He was on one foot, one leg. And they didn't do that. So the Knicks drop game one. Home court is now in possession of Miami as they are going to be playing with house money on two Wednesday night as they get today and tomorrow off because it's the NBA and that's what the NBA does. Um, listen, R.J. Barrett had a good game. 26 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists. Brunson had his regular 25. But... Like I said, they had the the Knicks had the lead. They played well in the first half. The place was rocking. They had a lead going into halftime, and then when they came out in the third quarter, about the first eight minutes of the third quarter, the Knicks were just no shows, and they let Miami blow right past them, and they they, they never got the lead back. And then five minutes left, Jimmy Butler goes down, and okay, here's our opportunity because he's that whole team. Butler's basically you know the, the Heat's whole team. You know you had Vincent who got twenty. But he still scored 25 points, Butler. He was on, did it on one leg the last five minutes, and I don't know why the Knicks didn't go after him. They just they didn't they didn't enough. Yeah, I would you got to go after him every trip down the floor. He's on one leg. You get you can get easy buckets, easy points. Knicks also missed free throws. It was not a good start. It was the Knicks' worst game by far that they played probably since Game One against uh, in the first round. So we'll see. And Miami's Miami's not going to be as easy as everyone thought it was. Everyone kind of was putting the Knicks in the Eastern Conference Finals, looking past Miami, and that, that's dangerous. And in the first half, the Knicks played well. But, you know, again, they came out in the third quarter. They were flat. They were missing shots. They turned the ball over, and they let Miami blow past them. And then when they had a chance to come back in that last five minutes, they did not take advantage of the Jimmy Butler injury, and that's going to cost you. It's going to cost you. You can't be losing home games in the playoffs. But now, you know, they get another shot. They got to get a split here. 
It makes Tuesday night or Wednesday night a must-win for the Knicks. Absolute must-win. You cannot drop two at home and expect to, to come back and win this series. So we'll see the other two series get underway tonight. The Celtics and Sixers and the Suns get underway tonight. So we'll see. We'll see what goes on there. Um, Rangers, we have a game seven tonight. Game seven in Jersey at the Rock. And listen, this, this series has been a wild. It's been a weird series. Rangers take the first two games in blowouts. Then the Devils come back, win the next two. Well, they win the next three, but they won the next two at the Garden. Then they won and in the Rock. And, you know, it was road wins, two for each team. And then it's been one home win each for five and six. As in game six, the Rangers just came out and they listened. They found, they, they found it again. Now, the question is, what's going to happen tonight? Who are the Devils going to play in goal? Do they play Schmidt? I think they do. Do the Rangers? The Rangers are a better team. Rangers are more experienced. They have more star power. You know, you finally got Zibanejad to get it, to put the puck in the net. They seem to have straightened some things out the other night in game six. Tonight's going to be anyone's guess. I, you know, which Ranger team is going to show up? Who's going to play goal? The only basic steady thing that's been in this series has been Shesterkin. And he's always steady. And he played great in game six. They didn't need him to be great because they got scored a ton of goals. And, it, you know, they made, they finally got to Schmidt, who finally looked like the rookie that he is. You know, he finally was able to be beat. They went glove hand up top. He looks like he can be beat up top when he goes down. He's a big kid. We'll see what the Rangers do there. But, uh, you know, give a. Uh, Give Gallant credit. He switched up the lines. He found some combinations that worked. And tonight, it, you know, it's all you could ask for. Two best words in sports. Game seven. Three of the series in the NHL went to, went to seven games. Unbelievable. And then also yesterday, Steph Curry. Steph Curry, one of the, the just cementing his spot as one of the all-time greats. One of the all-time game seven performances you'll ever see at 35 years old. Dropped 50 points in a game seven on the road in Sacramento. A wild scene out there. They were ready to they were ready to celebrate out there. And Steph Curry came in and said, Nope, not yet. I'm not done yet. And he, he dropped 50 points. He dominated the game. He single-handedly won the game for Golden State. And now it's Golden State and the Lakers. You know, in a fascinating second round matchup in the NBA. So the NHL. And the NBA are in full swing in their playoffs. And listen, it's as good as can be. It never disappoints. The NHL playoffs never disappoint. Never. So, you know, as far as the baseball goes around here, listen, the Yankees are in trouble. That's all you can say. Cortez yesterday. Cortez, four and two-thirds, five hits, seven runs, five walks, seven strikeouts. Yankees lost 15 to two. They're in last place. They're one game over 500. And they, I listen, I, I think it could be panic time for the Yankees. It's starting to get there because Tampa got off to a flying start. They have an eight-game lead on the Yankees. The Yankees now are home for three against Cleveland, and then they go for a big series, a big early May series in Tampa, where if you get swept, you could find yourself 12, 13 games out of first place. 
The Yankees lost three, to four, three out of four this weekend in Texas. They come home. They got Cleveland today. Three against Cleveland and then three in Tampa, which could be, you know, that, that's a big series. That all of a sudden, that was a big series because the Yankees could find themselves 10 back at the beginning of that series. They could, you know, they could play themselves right out of the division before you even hit summer. The Mets, it was a complete washout this weekend. Complete washout. They got the five innings in on Friday night against Atlanta. They lost. They gave up a three-run homer. They lost 4 nothing. It was a complete game. I don't know why the Mets played that game, to be honest with you. It was, I, I think what they did was they saw a, a, like a two-hour window that they could get five or six innings in because there was no way they were going to finish that game. And they knew that the next two days, Saturday and Sunday, were both going to be washouts. They have a doubleheader today to get the, le- the, next two, the last two games of that series in. Starting at 1 o'clock, <clears throat> Mets are going to go with a bullpen game in game one because the, the pitching staff is in, you know, in shambles at this point. So uh, Reyes will get the start in game one. They'll do a bullpen thing. That's going against Atlanta. Spencer Strider, who's been excellent this year. 3-0, 1.80 RA. He's been, he's been you know, one of their best pitchers. Game two, the Mets are going to pitch Tyler McGill against Charlie Morton. So, you know, a couple games, Mets are three back. Is this a big series for the Mets? No, it's not. It's not. Because they're only three back. You know, everybody's still jockeying for positions there. Trying to figure out, you know, still getting it together early in the season. But for the Yankees, the Yankees are, you know, they got to get their act together. That 15-2 to yesterday, and they, they weren't even close in these games. You know, at, at this point, the, the baseball's on the back burner with the, with the Knicks and the Rangers and everything going on. The weather's getting nicer, but, you know, as we saw yesterday, the Knicks could be out very soon. Knicks could be out, you know, in, in a week. Rangers could be out tonight, and then, and then it's baseball. So the Yankees kind of skating through, not getting too much attention for this terrible start that they've had. You know, they don't hit. They don't score any runs. 15-2 to two to t- in Texas, that's the team the Yankees always kill. So we'll see what goes on there. Like, the, like, you, like you said, if you're a Yankee fan, you want to get two out of three here and then go down to Tampa, get two out of three, and just kind of, you know, stable the ship a little bit. The Mets doubleheader today. That'll complete the series with Atlanta. They got to get these games in because with the schedule the way it is, Atlanta only comes in two more times. So you didn't want to have three a whole series rained out, and then you have to make it up with three doubleheaders. Because I don't know what their off days look like if they match up or if they're in the same part of the country or what. So that that's another detriment to this play everybody schedule that, that they got going on this year. But uh, back to the Rangers. Rangers game seven tonight. The Knicks lose game one to the Heat. And the NHL and the NBA playoffs. That was I mean, yesterday was a wild day. I mean, Steph Curry, listen, Steph Curry's a top he's probably is he top ten? He's right on the on the verge of top ten. Because he's not just a shooter. If you watch some of those things, he slices his way into the lane. He makes he uh, draws contact. He, he's a physical player. He makes great circus layups. And he hits the, the, the 40-foot jump shots with consistency. So he put 50 points. He destroyed the, the Sacramento Kings. And now he's got a date with the Lakers and LeBron. And that, that's going to be a good series. That's going to be a good series. The, the NBA has some good second-round series. You got the Celtics and the Sixers start tonight. That's a good series. Now, uh, 
Boston shifts its focus over to the other one seed, the Celtics, as the Bruins fell apart. That's all you can say. The Bruins fell apart. I mean that that that's an all time. That's one of the all time upsets in seven game series you'll ever see. I mean, Florida was forty three points behind the Bruins in the regular season. The Bruins lost twelve games in regulation, twelve out of eighty two. Then they lost four out of seven to Florida Panthers. So, I mean, it was a great series. I loved it. I love watching it. And then tonight we got the Rangers. Game seven. Let's see if they can take care of business. Let's see if they can continue what they had going on in game six. They were faster than the Devils. They were good power play. They moved the puck. The bodies were moving. They got the puck deep. Shesterkin, as usual, was great. And they got to the kid goalie. It looked like they rattled him a little bit. He looked unrattled the first couple games where he played 3-0, and shut out against the Rangers in one of the games at the Garden. That's a big deal. And then he wasn't rattled. He had all the confidence in the world coming into game six, looking to close out the Rangers. Rangers gave up a goal early, which I thought would be would kill them. Down one nothing. Then the biggest goal of that game was the Kreider goal on the power play. With you know under a minute to go in the first period, and Kreider's been unbelievable. Kreider's been the best player in the playoffs. He's got six goals all on the power play. He has the most goals um, in an elimination game for anyone ever in the NHL. He passed Messier, and that's not just a Rangers record. That that's a forever everybody in the NHL record. So Kreider's been the best player on the team. I think he should have been the captain. I said that. But, you know, you give Truba credit. I don't know if he made a speech or whatnot. I'm guessing he did not. But, you know, give him credit. The team came out. They responded. They played well in that game six elimination game. And the place was rocking. And, you know, it's going to be nervous again tonight for, for Ranger fans. Nervous again. Game seven on the road. It was weird because there was a lot of, there was a ton of Ranger fans in the building for games one and two. And then game five, it was mostly Devil fans. So I'll be curious to see how the, the dynamic works between Ranger fans and Devil fans tonight at the Rock. Can the Ranger fans get the tickets? Are the Devil fans selling them? So we'll see what goes on there. And so it's, gonna, it's, it's Game 7 is what it is. It's Game 7. As we saw yesterday in Game 7, anything can happen. You know, Curry, a great player, can show up. You know, a, nothing, a team that had to scrape every bit out of the last week of the season just to get into the playoffs, the Florida Panthers can be the team who won more games than anybody in the history of the sport. That's game seven. That's what makes it great. So we'll see how that goes. Um, the Knicks, listen, the Knicks, the Knicks got to be better. You know, you, you they got, you know, Kyle Lowry, 18 points. You held him to 18. Vincent had 20. Jimmy Butler had 25. But how do you not go after him when he gets hurt? He was literally out there on one leg. He should have come out of the game. If you saw at the end of it, they asked uh, they asked him, you know, how does the ankle feel? He said it feels like a rolled ankle, so he gave you nothing. And you're not going to get anything, but he was limping around, and that's going to hurt. Probably hurts him more today. Probably swelled up today. So the extra day off helps him. But there's no way that it's going to be 100% in games two and three. You know, he rolled that thing real bad. And everybody, anybody that's ever rolled an ankle knows that it's worse the next day. So we'll see how 
he reacts, how the Knicks react. They got a must-win game now on Wednesday night. Because if you drop the first two here and you're going into to Miami, that the series could be over in five. And then, you know, maybe the Knicks fans now, the Knicks fans are looking past Miami. Listen, I heard people all over the place. Oh, Eastern Conference Finals. Who are we going to play? Do we want the Sixers or the Celtics? No, no. That's dangerous. You got to get past the Heat. The Heat are a good basketball team. Jimmy Butler is one of the best players in the league. And he beat you on one leg. And you let him beat you on one leg because you didn't go after him. Thibodeau didn't have any answers in the postgame. He had nothing to say. So, you know, basically it comes down to the Knicks have to win game two. That's it. They have to win game two. Win game two. Go to Miami, steal one there, and then, you know, see what happens the rest of the series. But the Miami series is not going to be a walkover like some people thought it would be. Oh, we're better than Miami. We beat Miami three we had a four in the regular season. Well, you know, it's not the regular season anymore. Because Jimmy Butler takes off the regular season a lot of times, and he shows up in the playoffs. Rangers, uh, the Rangers. Knicks might have got lucky that he, that he is going to be a little injured, but you know, if you don't take advantage of it, what's the point? Um, Yankees in trouble. They can't score runs. They can't hit. They can't hit. They're having trouble fielding. They're making bad errors. They lost three out of four in Texas. And now they come home, they come limping home to Cleveland for three and then in Tampa for a big early May series. You go and get swept in Tampa and you're you know, 12 games out, Yankees could be in trouble. That start that Tampa had, winning their first 13 in a row, whatever it was, they've kind of, you know, they've leveled off, but they got a big head start. And if the Yankees don't start hitting, then they're not going to be able to catch them. They're in last place. Last place, folks. Last place Yankees against Cleveland today. And a doubleheader for the Mets out at City Field starting at 1 o'clock. A bullpen game in the first game. And against Spencer Strider and Charlie Morton in game two for the Braves against Tyler McGill. And listen, let's see if the Mets can get, you know, you just try to split these doubleheaders, especially early like this. Let's split the doubleheader. Go out there and get a, get a win. You know, the the Braves are, are a good team. Right now, I think the Braves are better than the Mets. I, I just do. I think the Braves are better than the Mets. I mean, I'll always think that because, I you know, I have a lifetime of that. But uh, another thing, did you see um, yesterday, ABC, the halftime of the Knicks game? <laughs> I mean, could you screw this up anymore? They went, I guess they used old stock footage of the Statue of Liberty but in the background was the World Trade Center, the Twin Towers. I mean, what are you doing? Why is that even in the computer to be put up there? And of course, million, you know, million people started hitting the internet, Twitter, immediately. Where'd they get this footage? What are they doing? And they're right. What the hell are you doing <laughs> putting up the Twin Towers? You know, we're, we're almost 25 years from that. How old is that footage are you using? Get some new, get, get, go have somebody go out there, take some footage of New York City and use that. If we're crying out loud, get the Twin Towers out of the computer. So that was a big thing. Big, that's a big misstep by ABC and ESPN. And, but yeah, I, I, you know, I hate to laugh at it, but it's so stupid that you have to, not one, what is it doing in the computer? 
to be able to even be punched on air. Two, how do you not see it? You know it's a kid, probably, you know, not an intern, but it's probably a kid. But how does the producer let it get through? So, there's, you know, there's going to be some heads rolling there. I haven't heard of anything yet, but... So, ABC puts up the Twin Towers at halftime in the next game. I mean, unbelievable. Unbelievable. How, st- how stupid could you be? I mean, really. There's also the uh, NFL draft happened this week. Uh, if you listen to the show Friday, I, I didn't watch the NFL draft. I can't watch the NFL draft. I, I think it's boring. You know, I'll, I'll watch the ticker go along the bottom of the screen with some other, you know. But as far as watching the NFL draft, no, I'm not watching the NFL draft. I mean, it's it's a tedious thing. The biggest the biggest story out of it was whether the guy switched girls. And, and I mean, come on. The NFL, though, they, they listen, they, they did prime time three nights on ABC. ABC managed to keep the Twin Towers out of that telecast. They had... It was the top-rated show. I guarantee. I don't know for sure, but I guarantee it was the top-rated show. Probably beat out both the NBA and an NHL playoffs. Definitely beat the the Rangers and Devils. I don't know how it did around here. Around here, it wouldn't have beat it. Definitely beat the both both the baseballs around here. I mean, the NFL is king. And then next week, now they're already. You see, they're already promoting the the schedules coming out. The schedule release. They do a whole thing with that. They they know what they're doing over there. They're printing money, and they know what they're doing over at the NFL. And people, people love it. They eat it up. People love the draft. I never, never understood it. Never understood it. I don't need to sit there and watch Mel Kuyper for 20 minutes break down, you know, TCU cornerback coverage. I don't. I got better things to do on a nice Saturday or, or Sunday night, especially when the weather's getting warmer like it is now. So... That'll pretty much do it for us here. Uh, big game tonight, Rangers. You know, let's get it done. Let's get it done. You got a 2-0 lead in this series. You let it slip away. You played like crap for three games. You got it back in game six. Let's keep it rolling. Let's get it done. Let's move on. Get rid of the Devils, especially now that the Bruins are out. It makes the, the, the Eastern Conference path to the to the finals that much easier. The Eastern Conference is better than the Western Conference. Colorado was out as they lost to the Kraken last night, 2-1. to one. Wild stuff going on in the playoffs. Wild stuff. Give props to Steph Curry. 50 points, 35 years old. Still one of the all-time greats. Unbelievable. Doesn't get any better. He's unbelievable. That's it. That's all you can say. Yankees in trouble. Lost 3-4. Come limping home. They got Cleveland for 3 and then off to Tampa. Mets were a washout this weekend. They got doubleheaded today starting at 1 o'clock. So if you're off, head out to City Field. Catch a couple of baseball games. There'll be nobody in that ballpark. For, <laughs> at least for the 1 o'clock game, nobody's going to be there. So you get yourself a good seat, nice and easy. Um, we will talk to you again Friday or Saturday. I'm not sure what day we're doing this weekend. Uh, our schedules are up in the air, so lately it's either going to be Friday or Saturday. We'll, we'll let you know by Wednesday. But that does it for the weekend wrap-up. We leave you tonight. I'm sorry, we leave you this morning with some sounds from the weekend that was in the world of sports. See ya! And Josh sends this one in the air right field. Cabrera going back at the wall! Gone!
Rodgers cash in in a big way. Everything for Miami. Still laying on his back on the court. Let's take a look at the replay. Watch the right ankle here. Oh, wow, that rolled right over. Green hands it back. Curry the drive, layup off the glass, it's good. 38 for Curry, largest lead of the game for the Warriors. 35. 6 of 16 from 3. Gets it back, Curry, three-pointer. Bang! Steph Curry. Just how ironic one of the worst road teams in the NBA during the regular season will have the biggest road win of the playoffs. As Curry lays it up and in, a 50-point game seven for Steph Curry. Surprise me. Um, we all take him for granted because he's brilliant night after night, and we've been watching this for 10 years. And Isaac Sergachev, Albert Tavares behind the net. Gets out foot, turns and shoots and scores! Zabanajad. He had 20 power play goals in the regular season. He shoots, and it's tipped in. It was Kreider again, close to the net. A power play goal. And a... On the stick battle with the cloud, Tarasenko scores. Kreider made another big play, and Tarasenko potted it. He saved. Rebound goal. Barkley Goodrow. His first point of the paper Mike's the Mudger score! Randy Mudger does it! The Panthers have tied the game at three with 59 seconds left in. Behind the net, Matthew Kachuk gets there first, and he's up and back behind the goal. Loose puck behind the net, loose at the side of the net, jamming away is Kachuk with Bennett along the near boards. Bennett finds it to the circle. Verhagen shot, top shelf, he scores! Carter Verhagen, top shelf, and the Panthers win it in overtime! The Panthers!